What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Top 10% Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Carter. Today is February 1st, 2022. We're going to do a little bit of land management uh, stuff for you today in a series that we're going to bring a lot of bells and whistles of, of our program to you. Uh, so stay tuned and uh, enjoy. <laughs> Bro, I just shot T-Bar. This episode of the Top 10% Podcast is brought to you by Top 10% Hunting Headquarters, located in Coldwater, Michigan, your premier AR manufacturing outlet. Let's get back to your host, Dan Carter, of the Top 10% Podcast. Welcome back to the Top 10% Podcast. Just wanted to take a second before we get into this week's um, events of land management and just say uh, thanks to all who stopped in and seen us at the Hunt and Time Expo in Grand Rapids this last weekend. Uh, we appreciate you swinging by and saying hi. And uh, for those of you that did pick up some new product or have questions about any product that we discussed uh, or are interested in picking up one of our custom manufactured ARs, swing by the shop here in Coldwater, Michigan, or give us a shout. Hey, guys and gals. We're back here with the tribal chief, Scott Hunter. And we're going to dive right into kind of the intro this week for um, land management. We're going to talk about what happens when the season ends and land management begins. So I'm going to hand it over to Scott for a minute, um, and we'll kind of bounce back and forth. He's going to give you a little intro as far as land management and talk a little bit about our program, and then we'll dial a little bit deeper into our consultations, and we're going to actually do a couple things with that here coming up, and we'll give you some details towards the end of the podcast. So stay tuned. Um, and Scott? Well, thank you, Dan. Um, did deer season end? Are we are we done? Uh, I mean, we're done here. I mean, I think got a couple states Ohio's that still rolling. Ohio's rolling. Um, I think yep. there's maybe a couple other ones, but uh, we know Ohio's rolling. Yep. Maybe Ryan's on a good deer right now as we speak. have to get a call into him and see what happens. Yeah, we... Um we're 365 days a year, so we'll give you kind of an update where we're at. We we end our deer season in Ohio with a tremendous 162 eight point, um, which we'll feature that soon. Yeah, video great and deer, else. great deer. MBK had an epic year, and um, right from there, my calendar's kind of got a update of consultations, pre book jobs, and. No better time to put boots on the ground when weather permitting because all the sign on some of these jobs I'm going to, I don't know the farm. I got to trust the info that I'm getting from the client and also from my new farms. Got to have boots on the ground because before green up and everything else in the springtime, we could come in there and read the sign, which direction we're Box got frustration rubs, and we'll go more into frustration rubs when we can do that on video, and I could show you a buck 
what they call the bedroom or whatnot. But that bedroom could happen in the middle of the field, and you're not going to get the sign. Okay. Um, but a lot of times, a buck with frustration rubs, and you'll find that those are greater places or sanctuaries. You could dive into a sanctuary. Uh, so this time of year, it begins. Okay. And when when we talk about it beginning, um, and you and I are very familiar with this, and, and Kyle as well, when we start putting those boots on the ground, and you touched on it just a minute ago about the importance of all of that telltale sign being visible. Um, one, on the areas that we didn't touch, you talked about sanctuaries, we didn't touch those areas on our own pieces, but when we start getting new property for ourselves or we're going and doing client work, um, what are we looking for? I mean, obviously a lot of times we're going in, we're going blind on that stuff unless it's our own or our old properties from prior years where we have a deer that we're looking for specific signs about that deer. But when we look at that, are we looking at Onyx? Are we, you know, are we looking at, and when we hit on this before, we're looking at importances of surrounding area stuff. Um, whether it's size of deer in the area, things of that nature. What are we looking for in those beginning stages? Are we just looking for the telltale signs that are going to map this property out for us? Or are we diving right into that top 10%, 3%, 5%, 1%? No, we're going to, my step, I'm going to give you my step process. That's what I want. I get a phone call. I'm going to use it for my own firm. I'm not going to give a client firm. I'm going to use it for a firm. I got a firm. I'm going to put boots on the ground, but the first thing I'm doing is I'm going to an overhead map. Onyx works great. Um, any of the apps, I'm sure they all got the same features. Yeah, HuntWise or any of those work just you know, whatever sure. Whatever is good for you and what you have and what you're used to working. But what I do is I want to get a satellite overview, and I'm looking for pinch points, over points, and then I'm marking all this stuff so when I hit boots on the ground, I could actually walk in there. So you could look for old scrapes, but you're probably going to have a foot of snow on the ground right. or six inches, so you might not see all of them. I'm looking for old rubs from the previous year. I'm looking for licking branches. They're still intact. They, they could still even be using them. Sure. Community scrapes. Um, but the process starts with going outside, using your resources, and I'll even look into record books of the area to give me an ideal of what has been consistently put into the books in that area. We and talked that, about that in our intro where we looked and we said, okay, there's yep. numerous bucks in Barry County that are in that 160 caliber that are killed that nobody talks about necessarily, but they're still there. I also go sneak into Facebook, yep, social media, yep. and I'll look and see. Who's killing what? Um, who's killing what? Uh, Michigan has a great page where everybody puts their county, where everything's at, so you kind of get an idea of what's going on in them. Is there truth in some of them? They could have been a different county or this county. Who knows? But there's a little bit of there. You can see repetitive. Well, Gives you, us a direction. Yeah, anyway, use yeah. Jackson County. Jackson yep. County, you'll see a ton of good walks um, put in social media, mm-hmm. being shot. So yep. you, could, you could say Jackson County is a good place to go hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and find ground and, or got a client, you know, he's sitting on a pretty good piece of ground just by what has been shot year after year. So that is the beginning stage for me. I'm digging as much information. I may even 
look at the neighboring property, search their social media. Sure. To see what they have shot. If they hunt, if they shot the year before, you know, that year, the year before, whatnot, to give me more intel of what I'm getting into. Even if the neighbor may be on good terms or they have a good relationship with our client or ourselves, a lot of times we communicate well with our neighbors and say, hey, what would you guys see? What was, you know, did anything, you know, make it through that you were hoping, you know, get an opportunity to harvest and, and you didn't. Um, but same thing when, when we walk into these properties, we, we kind of can talk to the neighbors as well because a lot of times people are friendly and, and we've done that in the past and it's turned into you know, larger consultation jobs and, yep. and larger jobs between multiple properties. And as you guys know, with we'll touch on like QDM stuff for a second here, that has a tendency to the more, the merrier. So if we can get more people on board in your small area, the, the better, the more it's going to retain those deer in that, in that vicinity. Now, granted, we want to keep them on your property and we'll talk more on that in future, you know, areas of our land management process and and we'll get into that a little bit more but but okay so we got that property uh, we're consulting the neighbors we're consulting facebook record books everything that we can now you're there your boots on the ground first time what are, what are we looking at or what are we suggesting to ourselves or our clients or anybody that we're doing my thought process is now i already got all my intel Mm-hmm. It's already logged in. I want to utilize. I know I'm, I created a plan before I even got to the farm mm-hmm. of how long it's going to take. If it takes one day, two days, even three days to hit every aspect. All those points that we marked on whatever we're, or, you know, right. we're using. Sure. And even getting new past, ones when we're there. Right. Because first and foremost, I'm looking for access in and out. I'm going to find out where they were set up. Prior stand locations it, or right. I want to have all that insight while there's still no foliage, no tree right. cover, no, you know, switchgrass, no, no, where I could see from one end of the woods to the other. Cause I don't know how deer do it. It could be as thick as it could be, but they could see from Branch County to Calhoun County. Right. It, you know. They know so what they're doing for they, miles ahead, for sure. Yeah. They, they know their every step. So while it's clear, I want to have a bird's eye view of the property to get that view from an animal so I could get access set, my plan set, how I would hunt, and how I would want to hunt that farm as if it's my farm to hunt, meaning... I'm going to hunt the top 3%, not top 10, top yep. 3% of what that farm has to offer. So I got to create the best. And that's what I want to offer to a, to a client. Sure. So it's, it, it's a process to get that plan going and retain it. And as I'm going through, I might be videoing. I might be stopping. I might be logging into an iPad. Sure. Every, All that stuff we can bring right to the client if the client's not with us at that time. And then we can we can lay it. Out the ground for right. them, so they can see it from from a different perspective. And they, and they may know their property; they may own it for a hundred years. But then again, they they just they may not have any idea what really goes on in the depths of the property, if you will. Right, honey. Um, you find out a lot of people know a lot about their ground. Mm-hmm. Um, they know they're just missing a few key ingredients. Sure, and. 
that's what we're trying to establish, that relationship of what are you missing or if you're missing anything at all. I've been on a, on a, a few jobs, clients where they had me come out. We went through it, and I said, I, I can't do nothing. What, right. And they said, what do you mean? You're, you're doing you're it. You're doing it. You're yep. doing it. And there's no reason for me to, to try to create something out of nothing. You're literally doing everything I would do. And your stands are in great placements, and you're killing the top ten percent. Um, but I mean, I guess that's that's the advantageous part of just like you and I, we're always wanting to be just a little bit more than we were the year before. We're we're looking for um, better deer. We're looking for that top three percent. Maybe like you said, they're killing the top ten percent. The only thing you can do is tell them, look, okay, dial that down a little bit, and now kill the top 5% and you're going to see the remaining 5% increase as well, just because of other things and the natural progression and, and, you know, the dominance factor and everything else involved. Um, so on those ones that we have, you know, that those are, those are positives for sure. If we got people out there that are doing that, but, but about the, what about the ones that are just, I don't want to say they're completely lost or they, they just, they don't know what direction to go. What are, what are we giving them at that point when we give them this blueprint, we call it a blueprint of the land and, and stand locations and other things that we'll talk about in well, the future. I'll step it back. Once okay. you get, okay. So clearly I'll get out there and pick up right away. If they're off, they're off. We're going right. to, we're going to, we're going to start creating a plan and there's going to be, couple options one i bring my team in we do the work two i give you a blueprint and they and they follow and they follow the plan a lot of people like to put their own food plots in hang their own stands do their own thing and we're okay with that right we don't mind doing that i am am okay with that absolutely i just like to see follow through sure and just like any other thing but that has to happen on their time and sometimes I, I could get the point through of saying, hey, this is something we could do in three days. It's going to take you three it, three weeks or three months. Oh, well, it might Maybe. take them the whole summer right into deer season. Right. Next thing you know, they're, you know, and you could two be weeks away. Fishing, taking your kids to baseball, going to get ice cream, doing the things with the family because they work a 60-hour week right. and they have two days literally to do something that we're going to come in and knock out in three days. And we try to try to – Get that point across too, when when you because you know it because you sure. you know when you're out there, clients telling you his whole life, his whole story, right? And you're going, you're busy. You you're not going to get this done. Not There's no way. Done. Nope. I wish I could tell you you are, buddy, but you're not going to get it done in the amount of time that you need to. And we need to get that stuff in early. We need to get that stuff done in the spring, and we'll go into like what happens when we do work in March, and and going into the next phase of not necessarily an intro and how we're laying this out for you right now, but, and we'll, we'll dial into that more. But like you said, I think it's one of those things that there's a convincing factor in letting them know, look, this needs to happen right now. You can't come in here in September and we use hinge cut because everybody hears hinge cut all the time in, in land management. You're not going to come in here and hinge cut half your woods in September. And if you do, that's going to create a major problem. What's the problem? (laughs) Hands down. That's a problem. Right. So let's hit some points on that. So we have the blueprint. Give me some key points of what what we kind of do in our management process without digging 
deep into each of those. Obviously, like you and I talked about multiple times before, supplemental feeding, if it's, you know, able to be done in your state. Mineral. Mineral. Yeah. So right now, right now, what you can do, according to your state laws, right now is supplement feeding time. If you're in Ohio listening, you should be creating a protein-based supplement feed program for your farm, plus mineral needs to be out. Not salt, mineral. Mineral, yep. A mineral product. There's many great products out there. Too many for me to even remember. But key formula is got to have ingredients as a mineral, not just salt. Yeah. Salt will get you pictures. It ain't doing nothing for the antler. For the body, grow that deer from the inside, and get them through the winter to where they get the the does are the key. If they're healthy, they go through, they grow from the inside, turn it to the baby. The baby's healthy, just bigger deer, bigger quality deer. It helps. Sure. So that's number one. What you can do in yourself, you don't need. You know, we don't you need us to do that. Don't don't need us. But that's something we would like to share right Right. now. But anybody that's listening right now, we recommend like let's. Get that out there soon if you can do it. Absolutely. If, okay. it's, if it's legal, do it. I suggest do it. Yeah. Take the time to do it. Let's let's spin and about that cameras. for a second. Right. Run, running your cameras right now to get kind of an inventory on what you have on your land. You're going to see also when those those antlers are falling, and then you can go do some shed hunting. And mineral sites, you want to touch a little bit about on certain proximities for where you would put, put mineral. Let's just take if you had a completely square for numbers sake, 50 acre parcel. Got two a sides. Right. I'm on 50 acres. 50. I'm, I'm, yep. I might two be per two 50. sides. Yeah. It all does. There's it no, just depends on there's the property. There's no cookie cutter property. No, no. There's no perfect plant. Each property has a, its own uniqueness. Okay. That's what I was kind of getting at. I wanted you to say that. So, And from there, say, all right, this property right away, you hear a lot of formulas about you should have this much feed per, you know, food plot Square wise mile or whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't buy that. I don't. It, it, it's all about the main thing that we're cutting in first and foremost is presentation in and out. Once mm-hmm. we create that in and out, it's smooth as butter. Butter. The rest of the stuff I'm going to show you, right? You're killing big deer. It's, it is the plan. It ain't missed in no state we've gone to, and it won't miss in no state. It is about that in and out, and then the rest of the stuff that we put in around those ingredients. Because the most deadly thing you could do is lay scent and lay that path out and let that deer know you're there. Right. Well, and that's, that's the thing with technology and, you know, obviously – cellular cameras and all this stuff that that we have. I mean, and I know you're the same way. If we don't have to get in the woods, and I know Kyle would vouch for us as well if he's sitting here, if you don't have to get in the woods and be on that ground come, I'm going to say August, unless you're putting in, like maybe that's it for like fall plots if you're putting in some fall plots. But after that, like leave it alone until you go in there and start hunting, right? That's it. I mean, so many people are checking cameras so often. Let them marinate. Just let them marinate. Well, when, I, when we started it, started this, when Kyle, well, like, I didn't have no cameras. No. 
back in the day, I had to rely on the intel from now. Well, we didn't have the apps yeah. to look at the aerials either. We were looking at right, you know, right. It was rusty the in, it was, Google images. Right, it was the boots on the ground and saying, okay, here's this, here's this formula. How do I hide myself? And how do I get in undetected? And out undetected. Absolutely. Out's just as important. In and out, as in, 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 and out in and out, in and out. And that, once we establish that, tree stand placement, we'll get into later. All the other ingredients that come to it, but right now it's all about getting in and out on the farm and then creating the plan, the diversity. You hear a lot about prowse pressure um, type of things. It doesn't relate in where the big, a lot of 90, 90% of the big buck areas. It does not sure. relate in southern Michigan, um, Kentucky, Pretty much no nowhere in Ohio. I don't even want to hear browse pressure. It, it's 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 the furthest thing when I remember is just a way to get a client to spend more money. Right. Meaning I need bigger food plots, this, this, and this, so I could draw from there. Sometimes it's as simple as I got bigger grass than my neighbor. He may have all the food plots, but I got the biggest sanctuary, biggest grass. Big grass equals big big box, mm-hmm. and and you get in between where that big grass is and let him he let him spend all the money on the food plots and all that and cut that big buck off and kill him. Right then you're on travel corridors and we can get into that too you yeah. know later on. But th- there's so many different things that we can point you in a different direction. And and these guys that are listening right now that are, or gals are are concerned about the fact that they're they're going to go Dan or Scott. I only got 10 acres. It don't matter. Don't matter. We've killed a lot of big deer off of small parcels. I know you have. I know I have. I know Kyle has. And that's not as much of a factor as what we think it is. It's just like you said. It's just a travel corridor. But if you get in there right now and you're figuring out where those are at and you know, the thing is what happens, and, and I'll let Scott elaborate on this a little bit, but there's there's some simplicity in pattern when it comes to whitetails and you're going to see that. And I'm just going to spin on this for a second. Consecutively, you may kill a big buck year one at place one may not in year two, but year three, don't be surprised if you're in that same vicinity and another buck has moved into that core and big bucks like big buck areas. Are they all going to be there? No, they're going to change and they're going to vary from that. I mean, I'll let you spin on that a little bit, Scott, but consistently those areas hold deer, correct? If you got a core area, you got a core area. If you got good ground, you got good ground. Period. We'll get into recognizing those core areas a little bit later when we get a couple more, like in March when we hit boots on the ground and we're filming with the podcast moving out right, and putting it on carbon TV because we have a very big project right here in Branch County. But what I want to reiterate is I don't leave chance and I will not let my clients have a chance. And I spoke to another fantastic land management guy. So when we're kind of in there, Oh, last weekend. Yeah, yeah we're kind of talking to each other. We know each other. We know he knows what we're doing. He knows I know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's the innovator, the godfather, whatever you want to call him. He's a good dude. 
we don't leave a window of opportunity to get backdoored. And it happened to me this year. Mm-hmm. And it blew my mind that I left an opportunity to get backdoored by a deer. Sure. It, it, it was like, wow, it was a mistake. Right. It happens. It happens. And, and, and it, was a, it was a world-class whitetail. And it, it, it happened, but we want to eliminate being backdoored by a big buck. We want you to have quality hunts. Explain a little bit about what you mean by that. Because <clears throat> a lot of people listening, they may not understand what we mean by being backdoored from that aspect. We're creating travel corridors when there isn't them, correct? We can create a travel to, corridor. To some. We can eliminate a travel corridor. Right. Pinch points. Some, some, yep. some travel corridors just don't work for me. No. They're not advantageous for me to kill them, especially on film. Sure. The one thing that we've done very, very well has documented our kills on film. Well, look at Jeremy's property. I don't know if any any of you guys have watched, you know, the episode that we have with with Jeremy Hawes here, our in-house Botech and, and, and AR tech, but his property is green on our program. Are we a year in there? I think we're two years in, two one, years? One year. Yeah, it's the first, first phase with it. And the... I, I, I guess the proof's in the pudding on that one. I mean, you'll have to see the video. Check it out. I mean, it's out there. Yeah, the, neighbor, the neighbors came the na- by. The neighbors. the neighbors came by and said, I've been hunting that deer for yeah, they the last 30 days. Jeremy had two sets. Right, the yeah, deer. they weren't happy about that. But and, but and I eliminated with Jeremy, and Jeremy could vouch for it, we eliminated. I literally had to stop and look and say, all right, stand, stand, stand. What's the problem here? What's the problem? in his great property. What's the problem? I see what the problem is. In my mind, I knew what the problem was. Sure. Because I was taught mm-hmm. so we could give this knowledge back. I look at something and go, wow, wow, wow. He could see. He could see. He could see. Okay, we eliminated it. Got Jeremy in the location. He slid into the location. Quietly. Undetected. Quietly. Undetected. Solo films the hunt. Because the, it was set up to be able to do that way. The looks. He can't see the way he usually sees. He curves right back around, gives him a 20-yard broadside shot. Textbook. 20, 20 yards later, the buck's laying still in the field. Biggest buck off of Jeremy's farm today. Yep. Great deer. I want his wife shot one years ago bigger. Oh, yeah. I can't let that slip by. No, she'll, I she'll, forgot about that. Yeah, she'll she'll be mad at us on that one. Yep. Well, <laughs> she's, got top, she's got the top one there. Um. So that's that's what we're trying to do for every client right from the get. And sometimes it's the smallest of things, or sometimes it requires quite a bit of extensive work. But we're trying to give a game plan so it's not breaking the bank, breaking your time, or if you actually can do the work, we want to lay the plan out as simple as possible. Okay. That's perfect. I think uh, that's given us a really good intro as far as where we want to go and what we want to do. Um, like uh, you alluded to, and I did as well, we're going to be doing some more of these. We're going to actually uh, get some footage of our consultation. We've got a big one here in Branch County coming up that we're going to do some YouTube footage and carbon TV footage 
that is going to kind of give you guys an idea of how that consultation works. If you're interested in any land management whatsoever, reach out to myself, Kyle, Scott, any of us, reach out to the store here at headquarters and, um, you know, we'll come out, do a consultation and, and we can put something together. Um, any, I guess, ending notes that you would like to say about right now? I know we alluded to a couple things with what people should be doing and what they can look at, but before they start beating up the ground, if they really don't know, they should probably reach out to us and yeah. we, or we'll tell if you them. Got yeah, if you got somebody else that somebody else, reach out to them. Right, we, we don't want to discourage anybody no. from anything. There's um, some good people out there doing right, the same and, thing. And our yeah. time could be limited because our scheduling is really, really tough. Yeah. And if you didn't reach out to me before, it may be even tough to get through to us now. Well, right, or even be able to get on books for what we have going this spring already. But. Right. And what you touched on already, I want to reiterate, the property that we're going to put boots on the ground, document it, talk to the landowner. It's a very good farm, and it could be a super farm. And we're going to set a game plan, we're going to document it, and we're going to share it right here on the Top 10% podcast. We're going to share it on Carbon TV. We're going to kind of correlate those two things together. So if we do hinge cutting, you'll see the hinge cutting. Yep. You'll see what I mean by a backdoor. I do not want no buck of a lifetime, 170-inch deer, because they're out there. Mm -hmm. They're in Branch County. These guys have been flirting all around it, 140s, 140s. And I know they got the 170s. They hunt close to me. So it's even better. So it's kind of a coalition of where sure. now. Back to what we said already. Exactly. And I have no problem with that because at the end, I want to see big bucks on the ground. I don't For care. everybody. Everybody. Yeah, we're happy about it. Hunters are hunters. Yeah. You know, we're, we're happy big, to big see Big deer that. make everybody laugh, laugh, smile, have a good time. Get they a make good people crazy photo. too, but that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, they do make people crazy. And then, you know, I want to also talk about um, – let him go, let him grow. We mm-hmm. we talked to Lincoln. Yep. He's going to be joining us in, in, in a podcast soon. Yep. Um, and it all comes back to, you know, what can we do to, to make a better, stronger herd? Land management's a great start. And having well, fun doing it is right. the key. Right. It is a fun process. I mean, it's work, but it's a fun process. I mean, you know, you reap the rewards of planting your own garden in the side yard at your house, you know what I mean? Eating fresh fruits, fruits and vegetables and things of that nature all the time. Yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, why not feed your deer the same? Yeah. And get your deer in there. Make them healthy. Yeah, make them healthy for sure. So, so when you when you do this with the deer, it gives it the turkey population chance. Mm-hmm. Squirrels, yeah. rabbits. Every, every bit of wildlife. The red-tailed hawk. All of them. Yep. All of them. And it, it's so rewarding to get into that type of environment we, we love it. It's, it is 365 days a year because something is always on my back of my mind. Always something about deer. Right. What can I do to not get backdoored? <laughs> and we may show that video. We might show that video. I, I, I got, I got, I got, I got backdoored and then it's, I'm, I'm almost oh, 50 forgot. years you, old. You do have that footage of that whole hunt where, We'll just when, call it a bust. Yeah, when you when you let a hundred and sixty inch ten, you know the next buck is something special, right? Mm. Yeah, maybe we need to what maybe we need have, to drop that one. We got that footage. Yeah, maybe. what have, could have, should have. What are you gonna do? 
Yeah, it is what it is. That's part of hunting, right? Right. That's why we call it hunting. Not, yeah, then your son comes in there and harvests the one. The one. Right out. That yeah. story's to come in the future, too. So Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll let that story out. He took that <laughs> right out from our name. Uh, it's a good story, though. It's, it is. It a makes good it story. fun. Maybe we'll get both of you guys in here for that one because I get a little banter back and forth. It, it, that's it's always yeah. fun to watch and the get, two of you guys cook. go back and forth. Yeah, another that. thing is that that story all around there is you know Cooter, who's been around a little bit. He comes in with this big story about this deer he sees, and he's this deer's giant and blah 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 blah, and he's just describing the area he's talking about. Cooter's our editor, by the way. Yep. The cooter, he's in here, he's in here going, oh, boy. And me and Kyle are looking at each other going, this is only going, he's, what is he doing over there? Kyle's like, I punch him right in his cooter. And <laughs> we're like, I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. He, you know, then later, Kyle kills the deer. And he comes in <laughs> cooter, here the pictures. light bulb went off. He was like, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw that deer. That was the deer I was describing. Well, we thank thank you, Cooter. Appreciate the thank intel. You, Cooter. Appreciate thank the intel. The, thank you for the intel. Thanks for closing the door on that chapter. Yeah, yeah. So that was um, that's kind of the, the craziness of this deer world. It's funny because it, it, you know, and this is our headquarters is it's not small, but you know, and our team's not small. We're we're spread out all over, you know, here, you know, Michigan and the Midwest. But it's funny when you have something like that. I mean, we've got a couple other stories that have kind of done the same thing with some other paths and properties that have crossed paths with other team members where they've been like, Hey, I, I know that deer. But oh, you- we're all close, you know. So especially when you know, and that's the thing, when you get a big deer in, in an area, I mean Especially here in Michigan, you get a big deer here. We people had, know it. We saw another giant. I know. I wasn't going to talk about him, but and he's gone. Four-year-old giant. I know. He's gone. Five would have been great for that deer. Five would have been world class. World yeah. class. He's gone. Two hundred. Yeah, he was close to two hundred as a four-year-old. I, I know. He would have been two hundred easy. Easy. And and that's in our network. It was in our network. Without knowing that it wasn't in our network. We knew the deer was in the network. Right. But when it came through, and we didn't even know it was the deer until we got a second picture, and it was like, oh, boom, boom, boom. You got that little mm-hmm. drop right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, boom, 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 we're done. Right. Unbelievable. Good for <laughs> good for the hunter, but. Yeah. It, why? It, you know, I mean. Why? Why did he get that deer? Right. But you can't, you can't win them all, but we want to eliminate the back door. We don't want to leave it to chance, and we're good at what we do. So, okay, not to pat ourselves. I'm pat myself, my fat self on my back, but hey. we do a good job. We take a beating sometimes about shooting big deer, but, but we put in we put in the work to get to that point. Right. I mean, right. anybody that looks at you know, look at our website, look at what what we do harvest. I mean, we do our damnedest to get out there and put big deer on the ground. My team. Yeah. It's putting big deer on the ground. The whole team. We don't even have to post. Me and Kyle don't even have to post no, no more. The team is putting big deer on the ground. Not just here. Everywhere. Everywhere. And we're clients. We're we had we got clients. Two Michigan clients. Boone and Crockett. Um, we couldn't be happier of what we're seeing. We got some out of state clients that we're still. They're, they're huge farms, and we got to finish two still, of those out. Yeah, still green on that process, but, but we'll, we'll get more on they're those. They're ready to turn. Okay. 
Well, I, I mean, I think that's a, a good point to finish. Um, and uh, we'll leave you guys again with a reminder. Stop in and see us at uh, the headquarters here in Coldwater. Uh, again, if you need anything land management-wise or anything guy-out-wise or anything. We're an AR-15. AR-15 manufacturer. We are an AR I was getting there. You didn't give me time for that. Yeah, I got to get that plug in. Got to get that plug in. I know you do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's uh, lots of big things coming for us. Lots of big things coming on the podcast. More to come on land management. Um, so uh, check back in with us here, and we'll give you the next phase of March and doing work.